You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. The Astros go on the road and win another series. They win them two to one, but a win is a win is a win. But before we do anything, before we talk about anything, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Third Coast Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, shout out to all the moms out there for being amazing. Today is your day. I hope you had a great day in whatever you chose to do. I hope all the kids took care of you as they should because that's their job. There was also an Astros baseball game today, and we're here to talk about it, break down the series. Here we go. All right, so Tom and I are now partners on the Relevant app, and it's spelled like it sounds, except it's missing the E invent right relevant so we're now partnered up there which is awesome and we had a fun time watching the game and if y'all get the app you can our next game's wednesday so if you download the relevant app you can watch the game with us you can chat you can even come up and talk to us some other people get on there and talk uh shout out to jules i know she's waiting for this uh man it was a good weekend like you know, she was giving me some pretty nice compliments. You know, that's it's pretty nice to get. And uh, let me tell you the story. I went to the Hooks game yesterday. I wanted to go anyway because of Gilbert. But then I thought about, oh, yeah, my friend's son is a pitcher with the Hooks. So, yeah, I'm going to go. And so I go and I and he's hanging out with the pitcher. So he comes over and talks to me. And I'm like, hey, can you give me a, a uh, ball after the game? And I ended up going, I ended up going with Space Ray. That's all I know. His name's Space Ray. I know he listens to the podcast, so shout out to Space Ray for going. And uh, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. But anyway, great story, folks. I know I'm keeping Tom from talking here, but um, but I asked him, hey, can you give me a ball? After, you know, like sign a ball for me? He's like, yeah, sure. So he said, just meet me over here after the first game, a doubleheader. And so I go meet him, and he and he gives me the ball. And then while we're chatting, Space Ray just yells my name, and I look up, 
And they're like, hey, hey. And uh, so he's like, you need a couple more? Yeah. So anyway, the other guy hanging out with us listens to the show as well. We were talking about it in line to get in. And I talked about the listeners we have. And he's like, I'm one of them. So shout out to him too. I am a bad person because I, you know, when someone doesn't have a name, you can remember. That's the only reason. And I don't have my phone. My phone's dead and charging, but he knows who I'm talking about. He was actually, did you hear the story about uh, who's the center field? McKenna, Alex McKenna and the daughter. And they named the, did you, you ever hear that story? No, no, no. Oh, Sounds I cool, did. Though. I did. So he, he named his daughter after McKenna. Like, I guess they threw her a ball, threw them a ball at a hooks game or something. And, and I read that story on Astro's future and it was him. Small world. Yeah, very small. All right. So what else do we got? Relevant hooks game. What'd you do? What'd you do for Mother's Day? Uh, so mom lives about an hour, hour and a half from me. I wasn't able to get to her because we were working. But uh, I reached out to her, made sure she knew that I I, I definitely acknowledged her. You know, she hears from all the kids. I'm the oldest of four. So I was make sure to, to spend some time chatting her up, seeing what's going on, that kind of thing. Uh, I plan to get with her here in the next couple of weeks and uh, I'll take her out to lunch or dinner or something like that. It's just now with the new relevant thing, you know, got, 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 got to shuffle things around a little bit, but it's okay. My mom was totally understanding. She's a big fan. So that was awesome. Yeah. I think the last game was my niece's graduation from nursing school and I, I couldn't go sign a contract. Couldn't go. And then today we went to church and, and, uh, it's two of her friends and their husbands, and we they were all going to go to Mother's Day lunch afterwards, and I couldn't go. So took her to P. Terry's tonight. That was She wanted French fries. So anyway, let's talk about this. Astros at the White Sox. We all know they won the series. We all know they play better at home. I've been drinking root beer, so might have to pause the... Uh... All right, sorry. <laughs> All right, game one, J.P. France started. That dude was lights out. He had a great start the first time, didn't get the win because the bullpen faltered him. Uh, but Luis Robert Jr., dude, if this guy was on the Astros, he would be the player of the series, hands down. Gets a solo home run in the bottom of the second. Pena ties it up with a sack fly in the fourth, brings in Kyle Tucker. Top of the fifth, Kyle Tucker brings in uh, Machete Maldonado. It's two to one. And then top of the six, Maldi brings in Jut, Jolks. That makes it three to one. Dubon got a double, brings in Maldi. And it, how's that right? Oh, that's the fifth inning. All right, five to one, four to one. And then Jordan solo home run. Uh, number nine, top of the ninth inning, five to one, a little insurance run. JP France, buddy, six and two thirds, three hits, a run, one walk, three strikeouts. And his only run was that home run in the bottom of the second. Two games so far, he's 1-0, 0.77 ERA. I know when the guys are new and they get called up, they have some success, you know, for, at the beginning. But so far, so good. He looks really good. Absolutely, definitely agree. I was curious to see if he would be able to build on his first start and have similar success because, you know, the tape's out. Normally, you know, by the fifth day, you're going to be able to have some sort of a scouting report 
what what he did, what he was able to do against the Angels. So for the White Sox to struggle there too, especially because the White Sox had some success when they played the Astros in Houston, tip of the cap to J.P. France, he was able to neutralize them and keep them from scoring other than the monster that is Luis Robert, who had just an amazing series. Tip your cap to him. He's just an incredible talent. Tip 25 it. years old. You know, the, the wow. star is bright for him. But yeah. J.P. France was e- equal to the task. This, you know, with the injuries to this starting rotation, it's very critical for him, Hunter, and Brandon Belak to step up. And so far, they've done nothing but do what has been asked of them. Oh, yeah. They, they're all pitching awesome. Naris finished up the uh, seventh inning for him. Uh, Breu, uh, no runs and a strikeout. Presley had two strikeouts. Dubon, Dubon, two for four with an RBI. Jolks, two for three with two walks. Jordan, Tucker, and Maldonado all had RBIs. So we go to game two as Belak, who pitched well. And we'll talk about what happens here, folks. So, so stick with us. Uh, bottom of the fourth, Luis the Beast Robert Jr. solo home run gives the White Sox the lead out of the gate, two games in the row, two games in a row. Top of the seventh, Dubon with an RBI single brings in Jolks. We're tied up. Bottom of the eighth, Robert RBI single, two to one, and then Zavala RBI single, three to one. White Sox win three to one. Those two runs in the eighth inning were by. Our favorite pitcher, Montero. <laughs> it's a whole lot of sarcasm from Rob there. Montero struggled over the last couple of weeks, and I think the fan base has grown very, very tired of it because he just signed this big, great big contract, so you expect him to perform to the level of the contract. He's clearly struggling with some command issues. Something's not clicking for him, and hopefully he gets that right because he's definitely a big part of this bullpen when he's right. With the, with the starting pitching not being able to go to the depth that we're accustomed to last year, so many quality starts by this uh, starting rotation, which a quality start is six innings. So now we're not seeing that with Hunter, with Brandon, with uh, JP France. So the bullpen is asked to do more. And for that for them to be successful going forward, you really need Mart- Mont- uh, Montero to figure it out. The offense didn't help him. The offense didn't help the Astros yesterday, but... Dylan Cease was on the hill. He's a what reigning Cy Young finalist, I guess, if yeah. you will. He's definitely super talented. So you kind of chalk that up to, hey, good pitching beats good hitting. And we moved on to the next day. Well, after uh, after seven innings, it was one-to-one. I mean, if Montero – we won two games out of three, and the one we lost, Montero came in. Anyway, Mayton, uh, two innings, no two hits and no runs, my bad. So let me tell you this, folks. I'm generally pretty good at this, right? But I ran out of paper in my notebook, and my wife gave me this little piece of paper, and my <laughs> glasses are on my truck. And it's hard to read them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I didn't think – talk about B-Lag yet. Five innings, what you said, you know, he's not giving you six or seven like the other guys. Eight hits and a run, so he just keeps getting out of jams. Four strikeouts, no walks. You got it. That's pretty awesome. And he just gave up that home run. He's got a 329 ERA. Montero gave up three hits and two runs. He takes the loss. His ERA is 6.89. Jeremy Pena went three for four in a losing effort. Dubon, one for four with an RBI. Alex Bregman, Kyle Tucker, and Jake 
all got a hit. And that's not Jake Mresnick, who did play for the White Sox today, I saw. All right, game three, Hunter Brown. Love me a Hunter Brown game. And that's the game we got today on Relevant, so that was cool. Top of the first, Luis Rob. No, I'm just kidding. Jordan Alvarez <laughs> got a two-run double to give the Astros a two-run lead. Dubon and Bregman came in. Tuck had a sack fly. We're up three to zero in the first inning, and we're just cruising. Like, we're going to destroy these guys. Uh, top of the fourth, big moment for a bunch of Maldi haters and a bunch of Diaz lovers. Yiner Diaz finally got his home run. The home run celebration, not really that, but them ignoring him in the dugout, it was classic. I loved it. So I loved it till I didn't love it because it was it was awesome. Let's let's paint the picture, right? Yiner comes into the dugout, everybody gives him the, the cold shoulder. Yiner's walking down the dugout, you know, dapping guys that are ignoring him, you know, whatever. He gets to the end of the dugout, then everybody goes to mob him, which I thought was great. However, your boy did not get off the bench. He yelled at him. I watched it I just so I could defend him. <laughs> but he said, hey, hey, and he had a bat. You know he was coming up to bat. Come on. I'm just saying. He could have showed him a little bit more love. The kid, kids probably could use all of that early on. Well, I'm pretty sure that was misunderstood. He's not jealous of him. He's not going to lose his lead. He's not going to lose the starting position. I think that's just something. What did I say I like about you? Your conspiracy theories? Yeah, that's what that that's, is. That's what that so, is. Okay, so enjoy okay. it. I mean, it happened. You, I saw that. I saw it too. But he also had a bat, you know. And he's oh god, he also has a bat, and he's <laughs> getting ready. But I mean, if I wanted to see that, if I wanted to see Maldi give him the cold shoulder, that's what I would have saw too. But I wanted to see reality. All right, Ooh. Robert <laughs> Junior. Bottom of the fourth, he got a home run. Number eleven, he got a home run. Nine, ten. Did he get 10? Yeah, 9, 10, and 11. Had a home run every game. Four to one, bottom of the six. Jake Berger, two-run homer, four to three. But the Astros hold on to win. Hunter Brown, five and two-thirds. Did they leave him in too long? Seven hits, three runs, a walk and eight strikeouts, two home runs, and that was Robert Jr. and Jake Berger. He won. He's four and one, 343. I know there's people that's going to think they left him out there too long, but uh, we had a good we had a good lead, and you got to test these guys once in a while. That's my opinion. What do you think? Well, consider me one of those that felt like you left him too long. I looked at the pitch count; he was up in the mid 90s when Berger came up. I would have thought after the, I believe it was a double to Luis Robert, the batter before that. That would have been a clear indication that they were starting to see him more. It was the third time through the lineup. That For me, that's something where the younger guys we spoke to earlier, right? A little bit of advantage because they haven't seen him a lot. When you get when you get a guy a third time through the lineup, you really can't throw these guys the same pitch mix that you threw the first two times because they're going to recognize it. They're going to have more success. And if we go back one batter further, Yoan Moncada hit a rocket down the line that Abreu snared and was able to mm, that was a good make play. a play, make a play to, to 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 get the out. So they had, had three hard hit balls in a row, and I think that would have been my signal if I'm Dusty going. You know what? I got this guy up at 90 pitches. Let's just give them something different to look at. And then, sure enough, shortly thereafter, 
I believe it was the magic man, Seth Martinez came oh, in, yeah. put him right to bed, two pitches and the rest is history. So while it didn't hurt the team in the end, it's probably what I would have done to maybe, maybe made that a little easier. Yes, so Magic Man did come in, finish the sixth. Neris had a walk and two strikeouts. Abreu had two strikeouts. He looked a little shaky, but he got two strikeouts. Uh, Jordan, two for four. Oh, Presley got a strikeout and save number seven. That's kind of off to the side on my little notes. Jordan, two for four with two RBIs. Tucker, two for three with an RBI. Dubon Diaz, Abreu, and Maldi all had hits. So today... Mark, the first time that I would say we watched a game together out of all this time we've been doing this. Correct. Correct. We weren't, to, we were, it felt like we were together because we were like video <laughs> chatting the whole time. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you haven't gotten a chance to check out the relevant app, I strongly advise that you do. We're, we're able to let you guys in behind the curtain more than ever before. We're, we're breaking down these games as they happen. We're turning the mic over to you so we can definitely get your opinions, thoughts, your own conspiracy theories. We love them all. It's it's awesome to have fan interaction, to be able to sit down and talk with some of these people that listen to the podcast all the time. Like Rob said, Jules was able to tell him, hey, I think your voice is fantastic. And Rob was over there blushing and the whole crowd got to see it. Um, it's just a lot of fun. It's a, definitely a cool way to hang out and, and catch a ball game. If you're not sitting in the seats with your buddies, you know, you do it on you do it on the relevant app. So I think it's a great tool. There's there's something for everybody. We're we're obviously gonna want you to come hang out and do the Astros thing, but there's other rooms for other sports if you're into that. There's other genres, if you will. Just a really cool environment to be in. And I strongly suggest that you come check it out. I agree. And just so you know, folks, that was not an ad. The ads are coming up right now. But when we come back. We're going to go over the standings briefly, give you our players of the series, our survivor results and picks, and then take a look at the schedule coming up for the Astros when they get back home. All right, so we will be right back right after this. You are listening to Astros Baseball. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, folks, we're back. Here's the standings. It's not like a whole bunch of standings, Tom, but the Astros are now in second. There was a time they were in fourth place. Doom and gloom, doom and gloom. <laughs> the thing about the Astros is they need to win, start winning at home. That's what they need to start doing. And you can't say, oh, because it was, it's because it was Framber and CJ or whatever. They weren't, I don't remember hearing their names in this last series. No, right. they pitched was, against the, uh, the yeah, Angels. Hunter Brown, Belak, and JP France. And we won the series. So we don't need those two guys to win the series. We can still do it. But we do have them coming up in the next series. So we are four games behind Texas, who are 25 and 15. So without further ado, we should did our play, we should have did our players of the game and everything. We got to think of something to do on the relevant app. 
So anyway, players of the series, what do you want to start with? Pitcher. Well, I think we always start with pitcher. I am giving the award to Mr. J.P. France from I America. Agree. I am definitely with you. He pitched fantastic. I, like I said, it was it was always going to be a question if he could duplicate his first start and he exceeded it. I think his stuff plays. He's definitely a big league pitcher. You can see it. The body language is there. He he did really well in limiting the damage. JP France. Yeah, they all did good, but that's one thing I was thinking of too is like, you know, he he just did it. He did he had two good outings, so it's like, wow, dude, you you deserve some hardware here on uh Astros baseball. It's coveted. I know these guys, they're like, hey, who who won the award? That would be funny. <laughs> if we we're so popular, like, I wonder who got the award. Who got the rose? Who got the rose? That would be pretty cool. All right, position player. Position player. This one's tough. I mean, it, it isn't, but it is. I went with Jordan. I know I went with Jordan last time. The guy's just an animal. He, he had a home run and three RBIs. Yes, yes. He hit that homer. He's batting over 500 with runners in scoring position. Like, that number is ridiculous. And all yeah. he does is keep hitting with runners in scoring position. I don't know how you can't get I mean, you can give it to whoever you want. But yeah, for I know. me, he could get it. Right now, the way he's playing, he could get it every time. I know, right? So I was looking at that, right? You look, You look at the games. Let me look at my notes again. So he had a home run in game one, but we're already up four to one. It was in the ninth inning. You go to game two. Everybody struggled. He didn't bring anything in. So, you know. And then uh, the last game. See, I got these little notes, dude. He did lead off things with a two-run double, so that's pretty important. Uh, Kyle Tucker had two RBIs. He's always in the mix. However. In case he can't keep this up, you guessed it. Nine hits in nine games. I yeah, Tom said I could have gave it to him last time. I don't think anybody just like stole the award. So I should I could have did it last time, so I'm doing it this time. Martin Maldonado is my player of the series. I will I will not argue that. It, he would not be my player of the series. He did only play two games, right? Exactly. And that's a big thing. We talked about it. That doesn't stop me. That don't stop me. But um, Maldi's definitely swinging a good bat right now. And that's been part of the success, right? In games where he's hit, they've had they've the, the run scoring's up. They're winning those games. Anytime you get production from the bottom of the lineup, the, the, the middle of the lineup is that much more potent because you got guys on base. So, and we just spoke to what Jordan's doing with guys on base. Yeah. So I think it's very important. So kudos to Maldi, but Jordan just did too much for me. Maldi also to... scored two runs on game one. He right Tucker knocked game? him in. He knocked in Jolks and then Dubon knocked him in. So he's all over the place. Scoring <laughs> runs, knocking him in. Mm, Susie's not going to like this, but whatever. My Rose winner. Who do you got? I bet we have the same one. I got Yiner Diaz. Me too. Uh, the kid is got this infectious smile. 
every time he every time he catches, which isn't enough in my opinion, you just feel like he's gaining confidence in his abilities behind the plate. He's throwing out people. He's got an amazing pop time. He's already the more polished hitter. Hit his first homer today, a no doubter. Uh, I'm a big fan. You know, I think you need guys like him in your lineup that are just that 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 high energy, exciting. You know, just just absolutely thrilled to be playing baseball. It's not work for him. It's a, it's pure joy, and I think that that's infectious, and the whole team feeds off of it. Yeah, I want to see him play first more. I mean, if <laughs> if you got it, I mean, if you if if he's not going to catch all the time, and Abreu's not really going to do anything, give Abreu a game off every series. Like, don't I don't know. You got to do something. All right, Survivor. I didn't write yours down, but I believe we both picked the White Sox over the Royals. We did. And they lost. They did. So you are now six and three. I think you were five and oh at one time. We're really we're really not doing good now. And I am five and four. I'm almost at five hundred. I'm like the Astros. I'm I'm hovering barely over five hundred. So we have to pick tomorrow's game. And I went with the Arizona Diamondbacks over Oakland. Probably not a bad pick. pick. Probably not a bad pick. This However, is, this is day 10. Correct. Who are you picking? I'm taking the Houston Astros and Fran Valdez against Jamison Tayo. That would have been a good pick, but I already picked the Astros. <laughs> I was saving them. I was saving them for a Fran home game, and I got it. I don't remember who played for us that day, but there was – I just picked them. I just felt – at least they won. I didn't. I didn't blow that game. All right, so Monday, Cubs are in town. That's pretty exciting for people that live there and can actually go to the game. Uh, tie on 6.41 ERAs, 0-2, against Framber, the franchise Valdez. Tuesday is George the Animal Steel. He's 6-0 with a 1.82 ERA. I don't know what his name is, but I just thought of that. And he's taking on Javier, so... Tuesday should be a pretty good matchup. And then Wednesday, Drew Smiley. Is there an, any? Is there more than one Smiley? No, I don't think so. Okay, so Drew Smiley, more than likely. 4-1, 305 ERA against J.P. France. And I'm here to tell you that's our game, Tom. Two J.P. France outings in a row. Looking forward to it. Uh, the guy, if you haven't seen him, you need to see him. So this will be a great opportunity. I think that... Uh, He's going to pitch really well. First time first time to pitch in front of the home fans, so that'll be interesting. All right, so the Astros are off Thursday, and then the A's come to town on Friday. I mean, the A's are winning some games here and there now. They're not getting totally destroyed like they were. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm looking at the Astros to sweep, but they didn't last time. They had some bad teams come in and went two and four, so you never know. They got to play good. I, th- I think, I mean, I know that a lot of people are stressed. I don't know. I don't understand it, but I mean, they're, the sky's falling. They're just, I mean, they're just losing their minds. And if they were winning at home, like they were, they're, like they are on the road, it would be so different. So just winning home. Uh, I think Altuve got a, finally got a hit tonight with the Space Cowboys. I don't know if uh, – I know they interviewed him, but I don't know if they're ever going to bring uh, uh, Uncle Mike back. Who knows? But I don't know, man. 
I, I've been predicting a uh, starting pitcher in the trade deadline. Maybe they get more. I don't know. I mean, it it depends on where they're at. I think if they're in the if they're in the hunt, chance to win a uh, World Series again. I think I think they'll go out and and get pieces that they think they need. I agree. I think the 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 time to kind of take you know take stock and see where you're at is probably July first. See where Lance is in his rehab. You know, barring no setbacks, something like that. See if we get an Uncle Mike sighting between now and then. Hopefully, I mean, I believe a rehab start is only 20 days. So June 1st is a good chance we could get Jose Altuve back in the lineup and then just kind of take, take, you know, a quick look at what, what they lack, what where they could improve and go from there. The one thing that I saw the other day that I think is very glaring, the Astros have the third easiest strength of schedule the rest of the way going forward. So they played a ton of tough teams early on and now things are going to kind of loosen up a little bit they're going to catch the a's they're going to catch the cubs they just I mean, need to pretend like they're good teams like say wow these guys <laughs> are so good because they, they play crappy against crappy teams they do play down a little bit they do play down but <clears throat> we'll see we'll see this this next homestand should go a long way to telling us you know where they're at and how they're doing and whether or not the people that are stressed are justified or they were just Stressed for no reason. Do you know what the Cubs record is? I didn't actually look at that. I can tell you. They're not doing that great, are they? I think they're a 500 ball club. Oh, okay. That's a great record. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago Cubs are 19 and 21. They're oh, four games go. behind the Milwaukee. So they're not that bad. I mean, they're two games worse than us. I I, I like that we have Valdez and Javier. I love how France has been pitching. I mean, it looks like we should win the series. It's it'd be hard. I mean, unless they just can't score on Framber, that would be something to watch on Monday. How many runs can someone actually score for Framber so he doesn't have to win games three to one or two to zero or whatever? So hopefully they score for him. CJ's got a pretty good matchup against Steele, and and uh, it should be a good matchup on Wednesday. So hopefully the Astros don't do what they did on the road. And uh, I don't know if they did to this time. Am I wrong? What's that? No, they won. I was thinking that they keep losing the first game and have to work it, but they did win the first game against the White Sox. So anyway, that leaves us with time for Tom's final thoughts. The one big takeaway that I have from this series is that Dusty was finally willing to bat Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker back-to-back. And I think the offense got an extra little punch because they were able to score runs and put guy, put traffic on base because those two guys are super talented. It'll be interesting to see if, if Dusty will stick with that because they're going to face two lefties against the Cubs. But I hope that he will because this team, when those two guys are batting together, it's just so much offense, so much firepower, damage incorporated, like like Blummer likes to call it, that you Love it. reference. I feel like that's the lineup, how it should be going forward. I really thought Jose Abreu was going to break out in his former home ballpark with that batter's eye against some of the guys that, you know, he obviously has a better scouting report than most because he was in that clubhouse for so many years and he still struggled. So Jose Abreu struggling is something to watch going forward. I don't know what the fix is. There was something I saw on Twitter where they were breaking down his swing last year versus this year where one was a homer, one was a flat. It basically looked like the same swing. 
It looked like something was going on with his back leg. It's something minor, whatever it is. Talking about so, Michael Bourne. I, I don't know. Maybe that's who. Maybe that's who did it. I saw somebody twi- post a Twitter clip of the two. Oh no! It was the other guy. It was the studio guy. I think. Maybe. He was showing how he had the bat behind him, and now he lays it on his shoulder, and he's that. That's a Bregman thing. I'm talking. Oh, about I thought Abreu. we were talking about Bregman. My bad. I'm, no, I'm, no, no, looking, no, no. I'm looking at something on my phone, and I thought you were talking about Bregman. <laughs> no, Abreu's got some small little mechanical oh, flaw that, that's holding him back. Alex Bregman. Not enough people are talking about how the struggles of Alex Bregman and why this offense isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing. The guy's batting 203. Like if you'd have told me. The Astros would be two games over 500, and Alex Bregman was batting 203. I'd say I wouldn't believe you because they need him to produce, especially missing the guys that they're missing. So there is a silver lining here that the Astros can and will do better, in my opinion. They're facing some lesser talent. Here, Here's an opportunity to string some games together and really distance themselves from the rest of the division and run down Texas. So I'm looking at the standings and Tampa Bay is five and five in their last 10 and they have 11 losses. So that's pretty crazy. But one thing I wanted to point out to you, I saw it on Twitter, I guess, but it's no longer true. But if you go to the standings on the MLB app and you have the American league East and the central, the other day they were in order. Like the last place team in the East had a better record than central, but Minnesota has one more win than Boston now, so that is no longer true. But I was like, wow, that's nuts. That would suck to be in the East and not be able to sniff the playoffs. And you got a better record than the guy winning the Central, which is it's got to be the worst division in the in the American League by far. Another thing to keep note of the 40 games the Astros have played so far this season, they've played 27 games against teams with a 500 uh, above 500 record. They're 15 and 12 against them. So the team's still playing, like you spoke to, the team's still playing very well against good talent. It's just being able to do what they're supposed to do against the guys that aren't as talented and then winning at home. The Astros are 8 and 11 at home. I can't see that continuing. They're due for some positive regression getting on the the, the, the winning side at home. So there's things to look forward to. Yeah, I guess if that were, was reversed, that would give them three more wins, 24 and 16. That would be the record if they were 11-8 at home. So and something all, all, like that. Everybody freaking out about the Astros. That's all it is, dude. They need to win at home. Yeah, yeah. And, I broke and it some down of, for you, folks. I broke the trouble down. <laughs> and some of these losses that they've had have been bullpen things, have been, you know, minor. Montero's minor. lost like three games for them already. There you go. And if you flip that, if you flip those, you look at the you look at the schedule totally different. You look at the the standings totally different. You're like, ah, they're 25 and you know 18 or whatever. You're not you're not nearly as concerned. No, you'd be like, wow, we're 23 and 18 without Michael Brantley and without Alvarez and Lance McCullers Jr. still hurt. I keep forgetting about him. It just for some reason I don't know why, but uh, we'll see what happens. I, I I always say we're gonna get a pitcher, but let's see how McCullers does. I think one year he was hurt most of the year and he came back and he was in the pen. That was kind of a long time ago, I think, back in, I don't know if that was 17. I think think it was 20. 20. Um, But anyway, all right, that's all I have. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And like Tom said, get the relevant app and uh, watch us on Wednesday. 
join the show. If you want to talk to us, we're there. You can chat with us. We can you can ask to come on the uh, screen with us and you can be part of the show. So join us Wednesday. You can join all the guys, but we'll be there Wednesday if you if we're the two you want to be with. So anyway, Tom's had his final thoughts. I'm done rambling. Tom's got another podcast to do with Susie, so won't keep you any longer, buddy. And I got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. So with that, we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.